Ayop Midok, which is the traditional Derby greeting to whoever we meet, whenever we meet them. And no, I don't actually know what Ayop Midok means, but who cares? Because what matters is that you're here and I'm here for the Art of Brilliance podcast series five, which is just a little bit different. So in this series, there are no guests. It's just you and I making a weekly commitment to 10 minutes or less. That's 10 minutes maximum per week every week for 52 weeks that you and I are committing to a personal relationship based on happiness and well-being. So time is short. Let's crack on. Okay, so this episode is brought to you in association with language and words. Um, obviously, as an author, I absolutely adore words. I was a late comer to them, but I absolutely love them to bits. And as soon as I found out that uh, that uh, which is an actual real, real word, uh, that it is in fact the fear of long words. I just love that. So hippopotamososcopedaleophobia, the fear of long words, which I think is just kind of delightfully, deliciously, slightly naughty and cruel is to invent a really long word to scare people who are already scared of long words. Now, yes, I've got a PhD and I've 130,000 big, long, terrifying academic words. And yet all along, I've been a secret sufferer of hippopotamososcopedaleophobia. So, which is, of course, what we do at Art of Being Brilliant is that we deliver um, evidence-based research, but with the long words removed. Anyway, that takes me on to, and this is, might be a bit random, this one, because what I want to do is share with you some words from around the world that haven't got a direct English translation. So I'm lucky enough to have on the team, we have uh, Amy Bradley, who is just the world's best the world's best illustrator. I mean, bar none. There is nobody better. We're so lucky to have her. And I'm, I'm currently trying to compile a book of words that Amy will then bring to life with her illustrations. So look out for that in your Christmas stocking. But meantime, um, and by the way, I'm about, I'm about to pronounce some words that are not English and I'm suffering so straight away I'll start you with a Japanese word uh, yokomeshi which is in fact the stress of having to speak in a foreign language <laughs> I think I'm already suffering from yokomeshi because I'm going to try and pronounce these as they should be pronounced in the language now we'll start with the silly words there's profound words there's deep stuff there's ridiculous stuff um, basorexia the um, the urge to kiss someone I mean, it's beautiful isn't it um, the Italians are hilarious. The Italians are. They've got um, slamparetto, is those who are addicted to tanning salons. <laughs> they got a word for that. And in Italy again, they got. Uh, I think it's pantofoli. Pantofolio maybe is a lazy person who, who basically vegetates at home in the hardly ever go out. They vegetate at home in the slippers and dressing gown. And I can, uh, dear Italy, I can. Uh, Actually, the fact that also happens in supermarkets in Derby. I've seen people in the dressing gowns. Um, you know when you the, the, you see something cute, like a, a cute child or a cute puppy or a cute kitten, and you you kind of want, oh my gosh, I need to squeeze, I need to squeeze those knees, I need to squeeze, I need to cuddle that kitten or that puppy. Um, so in the in English, we can't, we haven't got a word to articulate that. We just go all kind of, oh my gosh, that is so cute. Now, if you were in the Philippines, um, they've got a word, gigil. And giggle is that urge to squeeze cuteness, which I think is just a beautiful thing. Um, my fa one of my favourite words. If we're still on silly ones, I'll do deep and meaningful ones in a minute. Um, 
Finland. Let's go to Finland. They've got um, currently the happiest country in the world, by the way, in kind of officially according to the International League Tables of Happiness. So Finland is number one. In fact, it's been the happiest country for the last three years on the bounce. UK, for our UK listeners, we're currently 17th, I think. So must do better, could do better in school report terms. But Finland, right? So what have Finland got that we haven't got? Well, they've got this beautiful word. I've got to, let me share two with you. They've got uh, hippitinitinidis, um, which is a beautiful word. It's got no vowels in it. Hippitinitinidis literally translates as <laughs> your, your favourite bounciest cushion or bouncy cushion satisfaction. And again, it's just genius, isn't it? Right? They've got a single word to sum up sitting on your favourite bounciest cushion. Because a lot where I come from, we haven't got that word. So we just sit on our cushion and we go, huh. In Finland, they'll sit on exactly the same cushion. They'll sit there and go, ooh, yippee-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo. <sighs> hey, maybe that's the reason they're so happy, just saying. Uh, but my favourite Finnish one, right, it's got a little bit of, if it, I if I introduce it via, um, in fact, if you saw me on Steph's packed lunch on the telly, by the way, I did share this with the nation. Um, you know, like how the Inuits, the Eskimo language, is very famous for having different 50 different words to describe snow? Because snow is obviously such a big deal up in uh, up in uh, the northern uh, the top of the world, is that they've got fifty different words. Now in in Zimbabwe, where snow isn't such a big deal, all right. But to prove to you that language comes from um, your environment, is in Finland they've uh, sorry in Zimbabwe. Get me in a twist. They've got fifty different words to describe walking because walking is obviously a big deal in Zimbabwe. Now I'm not going to share all fifty, but I'm thinking in English. We've got walking, if you've pushed me, walking, stri strolling, striding, meandering, ambling, pacing. I might be able to get to 10 if you gave me 60 seconds, right? But they've got 50. So some of my favourites in Zimbabwean is uh, Dowo, which is to walk for a long time in bare feet. Um, uh, Chakwe, which is to walk making a squelching noise through mud. But my all-time favourite from Zimbabwe, probably my all-time favourite word of all the books, all the, all the words from across the world, is in Zimbabwe they've got a word mumbumbwa, and if you see it spelt, you just have to say it mumbumbwa, and mumbumbwa means to walk with your buttocks shaking about. I don't know. Well, that potentially could be a top tip right there. You know what I mean? It's just like park your car in the car park and work in the morning and mumbumbwa your way across the car park. There's a pretty good feel feel good top tip right there anyway shall we do some um some that have got a, obviously happiness connotations well they all have really happiness connotations um and i'll try and bleed these into each other so i like the chinese have got uh, zingfu zingfu which is a state of being happy it's this it's literally the state of being happy so it kind of zin is a mandarin mandarin language for lucky and fu is more or less means to have enough or to have just what you need. So unlike the English translation of happiness, which tends to be like a good mood or a good feeling, Zinfu is more akin to having a good life, a sustainable a sustainable life. Um, so you've not got everything, but you've got enough. Which, if I'm going to try and bleed these in together, if we pop across to Scandinavia again for a revisit, to this time to Sweden, and they've got a beautiful word. They've got a word, lagom. And lagom, again, it hasn't quite got a direct English translation. It sort of means sufficiency or enoughness. So lagom is where, because it, it's such a beautiful kind of socialized, social 
egalitarian society, aren't they, up in Scandinavia, we're led to believe, is that everybody has their fair share. That's legom. Everybody's got just enough. So in Sweden, for example, you can have a legom amount of food on your plate. So it's not too much, not too little. It's a bit Goldilocks, isn't it? Just just enough. You can have your thermostat set to a legom temperature. So it's just comfortable. You can earn a legom salary. So you don't need loads of money. You just need enough you know, to, to for the basics and to, to make a few choices. Um, which, which takes me to a made-up word. Uh, I can't quite remember where I read it now, but the word is uh, stuffocation. <laughs> There's a guy who wrote about we're literally stuffocating, and by that he means that we're drowning in stuff, that we've like literally accumulating so many material things that we haven't got room to move sometimes. It's the accumulation of more. And of course, if we equate our happiness, if we think our happiness is dependent on having more stuff, then it makes perfect sense to chase more stuff. Right? And I, look, I'm back on the road now. We're dri- I'm driving around all over the UK to, to various events and conferences to do, to do s- talks and workshops. And I keep driving past, and you'll know them, I keep driving past these massive yellow self-storage warehouses. Huge, cavernous warehouses, right? And every time I... They're everywhere. We've got three or four in my glorious hometown, but they're everywhere I go, I see them. And every time I drive past one of those self-storage places, I, I do a double take. And I think, I, think, I think what that means is that we've accumulated so much stuff that's failed to make us happy that we're now renting somewhere to put it so that we can create some space at home to buy some more stuff that's ultimately going to fail to make us happy. Maybe, maybe. No, I'm not saying stuff's bad. I'm not saying let's, you know, but maybe what if the true secret of happiness isn't to accumulate more stuff? Um, maybe it's more about Zinfu. Maybe it's more about Lagom. Um, or maybe I'll leave you with a word from Greece, Meraki. It's quite a famous word. And it's basically, Meraki translates as to do something... Um, with love or to do something with your soul to put something of yourself into your work or to put something of yourself into your life and therefore I'll use my words from around the world we've gone all over to Africa and Scandinavia (coughs) excuse me Japan we're finishing Greece is maybe Meraki is the thing is to is to put some love and some soul and put yourself into your life until next time Happy Mumbumbury. Thanks for listening to the Art of Brilliance podcast. If you've enjoyed it, please subscribe and tell the world. A nice review would make our day. That's the very best way of getting like-minded people to tune into our very simple messages about happiness and human flourishing. If you've hated it, please keep quiet. (laughs) Remember the world has enough negativity already. So be a lover not a hater. Feel free to check out our training and the little shop of happiness at artofbrilliance.co.uk. 